Hello and welcome to Kaplan's NCLEX PrepCast, brought to you by KaplanNursing.com, which offers prep courses for the NCLEX RN and NCLEX PN exams. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about a topic that you might not be thinking too much about if you're in nursing school right now. If you're a nurse, it might be on your mind. You might already uh, be certified, but our topic today is all about nursing certifications. What are they? Why should you consider them in your career? How do they work? How do they help you? And in today's conversation, we have a great expert here at Kaplan who's going to walk us through everything we need to know about certifications. Her name is Susan Benish. She has been in the nursing field for 35 years, so quite a, a number of years of experience. She's been an educator as well for the last 12 years or so and has been at Kaplan as an NCLEX instructor for the last six years and as a nurse practitioner. And then it helps with the nurse practitioner program as well. So I want to go ahead and introduce and welcome Susan Benish. Hey, Susan, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Of course. How are things in South Carolina today? We're starting to warm up here. It's getting, getting warm here in May. That's, uh, that's excellent. I know when the, this podcast uh, goes live, it'll be probably June. So uh, for those of you uh, listening, obviously, you know, we record this back in, uh, back in May. But uh, Susan, I know it gave a little bit of an introduction about you, but I'm curious if you could tell the folks at home a little bit more about your background. So I'm a nurse practitioner and my specialty is adult gero. Um, and I also have a fellowship in wilderness medicine. Do, uh, for any of you who are interested in that, that's the delivery of healthcare in a resource poor environment, anywhere from a disaster in an urban setting to, um, you know, expedition medicine, disaster relief, um, and, and even ultra marathoning. So I spent uh, last October at the World Ironman competition. Uh, as a provider there. So that was really interesting. So these ultra marathoners, so that covers wilderness medicine as well. So it's far ranging to the Wilderness Medical Society. I have a post-master's in forensic nursing from Johns Hopkins. Um, and I have individual certificates in age management under cardiovascular, endocrine, um, hormone replacement, age management, and integrative medicine really is, is the focus of my clinical practice at this point. Wow, that's very cool. And it's a very impressive resume as well. And right now, I mean, Nurses Week is still at the top of my mind. It was, it was just uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, I'm curious to know, it's a question I like to ask a lot, what first inspired you to become a nurse? Well, um, you know, there just always was drawn to, um, you know, helping people, um, being that person that uh, could make a difference. Uh, you know, it's also one of those careers that as I looked at my friends who were nurses, um, you have so many roles uh, that you can take on. There are so many different aspects of nursing. So it's, it's really a lifelong career. And you can, if you, you know, decide you are tired of one area, kind of, you know, gear yourself toward another area. And certifications are really a good way to do that, you know taking class, seeing, you know, if you can dip your toe in, um, if you will, and, and see if that's something that really interests you at that point. Absolutely. And that's a great segue as well. I mean, when we talk about certifications, I think some nursing students may know what that is, but 
maybe a lot of them don't. So, or some, some of you listening at home might not know what certifications are. So Susan, what exactly do we mean by nursing certifications? What are they? So when we're looking at certifications, there's a couple of concepts that you need to, to address. Um, the one, on the one hand, you can have a certificate or a certification um, at either the RN level or the advanced practice nurse level. And so that advanced practice nurse typically is considered a nurse practitioner, clinical nurse specialist, nurse anesthetist, or certified nurse midwife. And within that, um, then there are population foci, um, adult gero, women's health, pediatrics, psych, those kinds of things. So there are cert certificates and cer certifications um, that you look at on an advanced practice level that... Um, you know, might not be available to you um, on a on an RN level. You, at least to be um, advanced practice nurse, uh, you have to have at least a master's degree um, and finish that uh, that program um, to be nationally recognized. And we'll address that a little bit later. But on an RN level, you can focus on a number of certificates. Um, which are open to you, you know, even at, you know, a, a master's degree. So right now there are probably 350 individual certificate programs um, that are recognized by um, the uh, uh, American Association of Nurse Credentialing. And uh, uh, we can pop a, a link to that website up at the, at the end because they're massive. Um, and those are magnet kind of programs through hospitals and different institutions. Um, forensic nursing, for example, you can be a forensic nurse on either a, an advanced practice nurse basis or a baccalaureate or RN level. Um, you know, the only difference at that point would be then the expanded scope of practice for the advanced practice nurse. Um, so in my case, prescriptive authority, diagnostic ordering um, authority, that sort of thing, which is governed by your state board of nursing. So you can look at anything from ostomy and wound care, legal nurse consulting. I've also gotten a, a certification in that. Um, something that, you know, is just of interest to me. And I think every provider, um, every practitioner needs to, to better understand that. So I went through that just for personal um, knowledge um, of that system and uh, went hand in hand with the forensic nursing as well. Um, so when you're looking then at a, at a certificate program, what that says is, you know, I have at my scope of practice, which is governed by my state board at either an RN or an APRN role, um, I have advanced knowledge in this specialty. And it can be as simple as, you know, a, a one week course, depending on the topic, um, to, you know, a fairly massive, um, you know, one to two year program. So if you look at, you know, critical care nursing specialties, um, certified emergency room nurses, uh, those kinds of certificates that really um, speak to the validity of your credentials, your experience, your knowledge, and your education. That's uh, very interesting. I mean, to see that there are, like I said, about 350 different mm -hmm. options, that's a lot. I know you, you, you mentioned a, a few of them there, and there's just, uh, to think there's even more than that is is incredible. And I, I know you, one of the things that you said that really resonated with me is that you have, it's really saying that you have advanced knowledge in that specialty, which is 
I know it can be a great benefit in a nursing career. How did, how did you specifically decide which programs you were going to pursue? Well, I, I, I think the thing that you really have to address is what is your area of specialty? And with the turnover of information, the half-life of knowledge in healthcare is about 18 months. What that means is that what we know in healthcare basically doubles every 18 months. And so when you are looking at nursing as a career, you are going to have to, on a personal level, take responsibility for maintaining professional uh, knowledge that's current. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things that is required of any level of nursing, RN or APRN, is a certain number of continuing education units, uh, continuing medical education, whatever your state is calling that. And so, um, you know, it behooves us all to, to want to um, continue as professionals to learn. And we have to in order to practice safely. And so from that point, it, it's really a matter of your own personal interest. Um, in my case, age management is something that I'm keenly interested in. So, um, you know, the, the process of aging, uh, you know, affects everybody from a cortisol endocrine, um, hormone, cardiovascular, certainly cognition. So you look at those different areas of specialty and can, can certify yourself in, in one of those areas. And I think it's kind of like anything. One step leads to another. And, you know, the, the curious lifelong learner should, should continue to pursue that um, on some level, whether you're just watching um, evidence-based videos, reading that, um, but, you know, looking at the continuing education units that are required of you and then what is going to hit your personal hot button. Um, in my case, age management was one. Um, certainly, I, I'm a big outdoors person. Um, so the Fellowship in Wilderness Medicine, I go camping a lot. Um, I work with combat vets, take them off-grid camping and kayaking, um, combat vets with PTSD um, as one of the therapeutic program. So it's just one of those things that, you know, just hit my hot button. And um, so I think it's a personal preference. You know, what what's being looked at, you know, at your institution, you know, if you're working at a hospital or, or whatever healthcare organization that you're at, you know, what's there that, that you're saying, okay, what's my next step? What's going to keep me interested, intrigued, engaged um, in my profession? And, and really listen to that. Yeah, that's interesting. And to be honest, you were the first person that mentioned that I that I've heard of wilderness medicine before. I mean, that's that's pretty cool, especially as an outdoorsy person. That can be a very interesting uh, certificate program to pursue, which is right. very cool. So, if we were to let's say for the let's say the nurse at home who is listening, who has not gone through this process, if you were to mention the benefits, the reasons why someone should consider going through a program like this? I know you mentioned a few, but what would those, what would those reasons be? Well, there are a number of benefits to you as, as an individual. Um, you know, certainly the first one of those is, is, you know, looking at the perception um, you know, how do, how do patients look at you? Um, and, and really, you know, the public, um, you know, about, the studies show that about 70 to 75% of 
patients actually are looking for those extra uh, credentials, those little extra initials behind your name. Wow. And, and it does, it does give them more credibility. You know, a, a percep- their perception is that you're more credible. Um, so it really does make a difference uh, there and it should. And, uh, you know, as a profession, we have, um, you know, a structure in place through AANC and some other organizations to say, yes, these certification programs are valid. You, you not just you can't just dream up a certification program and get certified in something. There's a process to actually within our profession um, meet those requirements, and um, so that's that's important. So I think first is uh, you know the public perception. The second one is that for nurses that are credentialed in their field of expertise, um, generally patient outcomes um, are much higher and errors are much lower. And so, you know, that speaks to the validity of your credentials because you're better able to do your job. Um, The other things that you're looking at are, you know, really more more empowerment on an individual basis uh, from a, an employment standpoint. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're feeling a lot more accomplished. Um, there was a study done, it says nine, 97% of certified nurses report um, an enhanced feeling of personal accomplishment after they've obtained their specialty. Um, you know, it demonstrates a commitment to our profession. Um, it, it, it really does uh, verify your level of clinical competency. And on an employer basis, um, it increases recognition by employers. So you're, you're a lot more portable. You're a lot more employable. Um, there are certain, um, you know, credentials that are well-recognized within each um, area of specialty and 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 it really does strengthen patient confidence in you and and again you know people are looking to say you know who am I who am I, who am I going to go to you know which provider am I going to go to and I get I have a lot of initials behind my name and, and people ask me about that and they're just like that's you can almost see you know it's kind of like you know can can I can I talk the talk and walk the walk, um, and and that's important in our profession. So um, as certainly nurse, you know, advanced practice nurses, you know, we're we're looking at growing our autonomy. Specialty um, certification is one way to verify that. Um, another nice thing, uh, you know, just simply said is that it increases compensation. I was going to so, ask that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in 2006, there was a study, and this has been replicated a couple times, but this was a larger study. Uh, nurses uh, who reported being certified in a specialty area, um, on average, made you know anywhere from you know 10 to maybe 20 to 30 percent more than their peers that were not certified. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was it was it was pretty it was pretty hefty. Um, so, you know, it really does open the door to professional growth opportunities. Um, you know, it, it's a personal growth, but it's also a professional growth. And, um, you know, it, there are many institutions that are going towards magnet certification as, as a healthcare organization. And what that means is that they have a certain percentage of their nursing staff 
that is certified in whatever area of specialty it is, either OBGYN, you know, emergency room, critical care, um, you know, whatever it is, there is a specialty there. Um, you know, because knowledge is just not portable. I started out in the ER and ICU, um, still do a lot of field trauma work, um, but going back into the ICU, you know, I, I couldn't just go right back in there today. Um, you know, that is unique. That is unique um, knowledge. Could I go back in there and slowly get back into that? Yes. Um, but but it, would that be my specialty? No. Um, similarly, an ICU nurse probably would not come into a clinic and start doing um, endocrine work. Um, so that's my area of specialty. And uh, so it it's, uh, speaks to, you know, how we are preparing ourselves to take care of our patients. I know that that's all a lot of reasons to consider it. And I can see how a lot of these even feed into each other. I mean, you get that mm-hmm. increased knowledge. So of course the perception with the, the letters after the, the extra letters after your name are going to resonate more with employers and with the public and that, and the, the financial benefit is going to tie into that feeling of, uh, and the knowledge you gain tie into the feeling of empowerment and uh, accomplishment and, that raised confidence can just further your ability to reduce errors when you feel more confident. I mean, it, it right. all feeds into each other. So yeah. it seems that, like there's a lot of benefits. And employers are more likely to hire certified nurses um, or nurses who are going through a certification program even um, because the public is starting to demand that. They're actually looking at that um, now. They are more confident in that. Um, but a couple of other things, studies that... They, that this speaks to is um, when employers are, and healthcare organizations are looking at, at uh, certified nurses, they're saying, hey, um, what is our standard? Um, you know, I work in the NCLEX prep, um, you know, for RN and LPN. And one of the things that we hear a lot is, you know, wow, you know, it's really tough to get a job right out of the bat as, as a new nurse. And why is that? Um, you know, they've got to train you. Uh, for your area. So there are many residency programs, even at the RN level for new nurses, internship program, they're, they're putting a lot into you. Um, so they may want you to go through a certification course. Um, and, and why is that? You know, a couple reasons. It decreases the in-house training time. They know that you're studying on your own. It also reduces liability. Several studies have shown, um, you know, again, the studies that have shown, you know, decrease in patient errors, uh, increase in patient outcomes. So it, the, healthcare organizations, hospitals know that this reduces their liability. Um, has a higher standard um, and decreases their in-house training time. So they have a better outcome and are looking for these certified nurses as well. Yeah, it makes sense. It really benefits all stakeholders, just about anyone involved. It, it helps. And so that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Are there any certifications that employers or the public value more than others, or does it really depend? I, it depends on the area of specialty. And so whether you're looking at dialysis or critical care or emergency room, um, you know, when, when you're looking at those kinds of things, you know, it, it, it's kind of the gamut, um, depending on the area of specialty, you know, there's a certified clinical nurse, you know, transplant coordinator, um, occupational health nurse, safety manager certification. Um, so, you know, 
cardiovascular, cath lab. Um, it really just depends on, on what your area of specialty is. And, um, you know, they're even within adult GERO, um, an adult, you know, or even pediatric, there's then a subspecialty of cardiovascular nurse practitioners. So you have to be, you know, one of the major, you know, adult GERO, PEDS, OB, but then you can subspecialize that in, in that for, you know, um, you know, hemophoresis, cardiovascular, oncology, and, and further um, specialize. So, um, you know, hyperbaric, it, it runs the gamut, um, you know, with, with whatever that specialty is. So depending on where you're meeting your patient, uh, you know, in their healthcare continuum, you know, there is a specialty program for that because the, the knowledge is specialized and very unique. Yeah, it definitely seems that way. And that makes a lot of sense depending on the specialty you're looking at. You want right. to find certification programs that, that fit within that specialty and can support uh, patient outcomes more than anything else. Light nursing, you know, everything. So yeah, exactly. About it. Yeah, because it, and all of those are unique. Absolutely. And so I think we probably, if anyone was not thinking of doing this, is probably considering it after hearing all of these amazing reasons why you would want to. So but that brings us to really the next step in the process, which is, I mean, how do you go about doing this? What are the, and what are the requirements like for these types of programs? Well, one of the things that I would suggest that everyone look at is the ANCC site, which is www.nursecredentialing.org. That's nurse credentialing.org. And you can look over, uh, you know, what the certification programs are, why we developed them. Um, You know, there is a consensus model that, you know, nursing as a profession came together, you know, and published then, um, you know, five, six years back. It's called the consensus model. And um, one of the components of that is what's called LACE. So licensure, accreditation, certification, and education. So as a profession, we really close the loop on, you know, how are we uh, credentialing our nurses and, um, you know, what is the education? And this is on a national basis. So there are some certificate programs that maybe only are within your institution, not saying that those are, um, you know, less worthy, but they may be less portable. So if you're looking at a national organization and and nationally recognized certification programs, um, ANCC is going to have that list and you can, you know, look there under the magnet program. Um, But but that's a great jumping off place. you know, with within that, um, you know, you can also then look to your state nurses association for, you know, different continuing education units. But, um, you know, as part of your state uh, nursing association, you will have subsets. Um, I did a speaking presentation today at lunch um, for some other nurse practitioners. And, you know, two of them were going to psych nurse practitioner meetings you know, another one was going to primary care. So, you know, but it's all under the rubric of our state uh, nurse practitioner uh, association. So starting with your state nursing association, um, 
you know, that's a great place to say, okay, what's available to me? Start asking in human resources at your healthcare organization um, and say, you know, what are the programs that, that we support? Are we a magnet program? <clears throat> you know, look for maybe being hired by a um, healthcare organization that is a magnet um, program because those are the hospitals that are going to be looking at uh, you know really empowering their nurses um, with certifications and um, you know they're going to be looking to reward their certified nurses because they know that this is going to increase their outcome and decrease their training costs and decrease their liability but I would say those would be the two best places or three really best places to start was ANCC at nursecredentialing.org also your state nurses association, and then within your healthcare organization. And is this something you can do right out of nursing school when you, assuming of course you pass the NCLEX, or right. is this something that you need experience for to pursue? You can get started on it, you know, pretty quickly. Having said that, yes, you are going to need experience and a certain number of hours um, a certain preceptor mentorship program is going to be a component of this. Um, certain, you know, didactic classroom um, continuing education units. It, it's going to depend on the certification program that you're going for, but you will have a component um, of experience and um, in classroom edu education um, and then a checkoff. Um, you may have, you know, a board exam, um, if you will, for your certificate program. Um, as a, also as a component of that. Makes sense to me. And what, I mean, typically how, how are these programs structured? How long do they last? What's involved with them? Or again, does it depend? It, it's going to really depend on, on what area that is. I've seen, you know, some wound care programs that you can get a, a certificate in, um, you know, that are as short as, you know, a one week in classroom, but then you go back to your healthcare organization and, you know, it's then another, you know, four to six months. I've seen some that are wound care um, that are a little bit more comprehensive, include hyperbaric, um, you know, those can be a year or more, but certainly they're one of those things where you can, you know, learn as you work. And, uh, you know, so whatever's hitting your hot button in terms of interest. Um, and like I said at the beginning, that's one of the things that drew me to nursing is that there are so many places you can ex apply your skills. School nursing, that's another certification program. Um, but, you know, there, there is going to be at the ANCC site, American Nurses Credentialing Center, um, they are going to have, uh, you know, a list of those um, and, and a link to the organization that actually runs that certification or certificate program. Yeah, that sounds, uh, that definitely makes sense. And so for the listener at home, whether a nurse or a nursing student, what advice would you give to the listener who is interested in pursuing this? I mean, what would be the, the next step or what, what are the steps that that person should take to become certified? Well, the first thing is everybody in nursing school is going through clinicals. Start looking around in the, in the areas that, that, that you're rotating through. Start looking around and seeing the credentials that are listed on or displayed on somebody's name badge and, and ask them about that. Um, certainly in the areas that, that pique your curiosity the most. 
um, and, and find out, you know, hey, what is that organization? Because there are numerous subset organizations um, in nursing and healthcare. Um, start there. So start by just, you know, using your eyes and, and, and listening skills. Um, question those nurses because, you know, like I said, you know, most nurses are, or anybody who's passionate about an area that they become certified in is more than willing to talk to you that, about it and, and, and explain to you, you know, hey, this is what you do. This is, you know, let me put you in touch with so-and-so. Um, here's the website. Because um, that's a great place, you know, start Googling some of that. Um, and, and you want to go with, you know, a reputable organization or a reputable training program as well. So ANCC is going to be that go-to place for a list of, of, of you know, organizations that, that you're looking at to say, yep, they check that box. You know, they're, they're, they are, that is a nationally recognized credential. And, and, and ask questions. Ask a lot of questions. Now's the time to learn um, as you rotate through those different areas in the healthcare organization. Yeah, it seems like curiosity and that desire to learn are recurring. It's a recurring theme in, in what makes for a successful nursing career. So it's uh, correct. It's great to see that that applies here as well. Uh, well, I think definitely the folks at home will need to go to nursecredentialing.org to learn more, take a look at those 350 or so uh, certificate programs that uh, you can go for. And it, it seems like this is without a doubt something you should pursue with uh, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of reasons to do so. Right. so. Well, Susan, it's been a, an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you for providing all of this great information and i mean i'm i'm sold it's it's definitely something you should uh you should pursue yep yep you will become more passionate about your area the more you learn and it will and it will take you on that rabbit trail to the next thing that you want to learn so be, become adult learners um, and passionate about what you do great and so thank you again susan and uh we look forward to uh to seeing you again sometime uh, maybe in a future podcast yep glad to help of course, take care. And for those of you who are listening at home, I want to, of course, remind you to please subscribe to our podcast and share it out, especially if you have friends who are in nursing school or who are even nurses who may want to hear all these uh, great podcasts that we have. Please do share them out and let us know on social media. Reach out to us on Facebook or on Twitter or Pinterest, or even send us an email. Let us know what topics you would like to hear in the future, because we, of course, would like to share topics that you are interested to hear. So definitely reach out. And if you are getting ready to prepare for the NCLEX, of course, you can learn more about how to do that at kaplannursing.com. And we thank you again, as always, for tuning into our podcast, and we look forward to seeing you again in a future podcast. <laughs>